0: If he's been on that island for four months, like he says.
1: Yep. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I looked at your notes and you said, use the past tense. I thought I just tense. spoiled something. No, no, no. no I was no.
0: like, 1-0. what did I say? I said this I th- in the car. <laughs> I thought he said one month.
1: So Kate just ate an entire burrito from Chipotle that was like the biggest burrito I have ever seen. She unwrapped it and was like, oh, it's busted.
0: It was literally like the tortilla was splitting in half. There was so much in it. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to eat this whole thing. And then I proceeded to eat the whole thing.
1: And every time she got like a decent way through it, she'd be like, look at me. Are you proud of me? (laughs) You're fueling up
0: for your guys' race. That's what I said. I said I was carbo-loading.
1: I told her, I was like, you know we have to run that in like two weeks. And she's like, like, really?
0: I said I was Michael Scott before the run for rabies. (laughs) When you said you had banter, was that it? Just that Kate ate a burrito? Oh, okay. (laughs) I expected a little more. That's fine. I don't have any because all my brain can think about. made me order a side of steak with the burrito so he could eat just the steak out of the little cup. And I was humiliated. Well, here's
1: the thing. I didn't really want it. I I was not hungry at all. But, like, this is, like, an ongoing battle with us. Because one time I was hungry, but I didn't want anything. And I was just like, can I have a side of steak? And she's like, I'm not going to order you a side of steak. That is the most ridiculous thing.
0: Side of steak.
1: And then next, like, a couple weeks later, she went to Chipotle by herself. And she's like, you're never going to believe what happened today. And I was like, what? She's like, someone ordered a side of steak. (laughs) (laughs) So then, today, I was just, she was like, We walk in there. I'm like, can you order me a side of steak? And she's immediately like, shut up. And then we're ordering. She's going down the line. And she looks at me. She's like, do you want a side of steak?
0: I did not say that. No, you did. No, I didn't. I did not. I would have never asked you that. Oh,
1: maybe it was me again, like making the same. It was you. But then you were like, do you actually want it? And I was like, only if you order it. And she was like, I'm not going to order it. And then I was like, fine. I ordered it. And then I looked at her and said, you're pathetic.
0: You know how much it costs? $4.75 Four seventy five for a tiny plastic cup of steak. Is it the same cup they'll put like the salsa in if you order? Yes! Like, you so got you, ripped off. That's an I overcharge. Know. If you're going
1: to give you a half portion of steak, it should be half the price. Or if you're getting a side of steak and they're going to charge you full price, you should get more steak.
0: That was insane. I was hoping that they wouldn't see that the side was of steak. Um, Because when they rang me out, they rang me out for my burrito and they were like, anything else? And I was like, No. And then they like pass the sides over and she's like, oh, are these yours? And I was like, yes. (laughs) She was like, okay. So a side of steak and I was like, "Mm." (laughs) okay.
1: (laughs) Welcome back everyone to another episode of Lauren Gets Lost. I'm Zane. I'm
0: Lauren. And I'm Kate.
1: And today we are covering season two, episode 14, One of Them. So how do we all feel about this episode?
0: great episode i have something controversial to say oh no Uh-oh. i didn't love it really maybe it's because i already have seen the whole henry gale storyline unfold so it wasn't as it wasn't a mystery to me but rewatching it i was just kind of like okay <laughs> okay i'll be honest i didn't like it for that Part of the story. I just liked it um because it's because of Saeed. Saeed had his hair up. Yeah, I put that yeah. in my notes. I put I did. Of... I kind of liked short-haired Saeed. Yeah, me too. I was into the flashbacks. I
1: really enjoyed this episode. I thought the main action was great. I love that we got a little bit of Jack and Locke. I will say I was not a big fan of the E plot of Hurley and Sawyer in the fucking jungle looking for a tree frog.
0: Uh that was the worst B plot there's ever been.
1: <laughs> I I personally think Charlie and Claire's diary was worse back in season one, but this was is up there.
0: That at least gave us a, like a little bit of information, like oh, Black Rock, what? Yeah. But this one was just to kill a frog and I'm not about it. Actually, I don't know if they killed the frog. I closed my eyes and my ears at that part. They killed the frog. He squished it with his oh, bare no. hands. I knew he was gonna do that. I watched it like this. You guys can't see me, but I covered my eyes and ears. Something so like not haughty of the week. No, God, no. <laughs> Lauren,
1: how would you summarize this episode?
0: Oh. Um, sorry, I had like a thorn in my butt or something. One second. Ahem. Here's my synopsis what
1: i was editing at kate's place the other day and i just kept cutting around you saying here's my synopsis so it played like eight times in a row and i was like she says this every time and at one point you said here's my synopsis then derailed yourself and i cut out all of it and then you were like here's my synopsis and i was like she says it every time
0: okay well here's my synopsis when Danielle captures a stranger on the island, Said uses his skill set to determine his true identity. And the nice. frog dies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got quick bits. Yay. This episode was directed by Stephen Williams. He kind of does a lot of the, the good ones. It's either him or Jack Bender that like do like the big ones. Henry Gale is the full name of Dorothy's Uncle Henry in The Wizard of Oz. Henry saying he was from Minnesota is a nod to Judy Garland, who played Dorothy and is actually from Minnesota.
0: Well, and the hot air balloon. Yeah. Also.
1: Michael Emerson, who plays Henry, was cast on the strength of his Emmy-winning guest role on The Practice. He also went on to be in one of my favorite shows, Person of Interest.
0: (laughs) I hate that show. (laughs) I never watched it. Zane tried to get me to watch it. We were going back and forth who got to pick the show, and we each got one veto. And it was the second show that he showed me, and I was like, I hate to use it now, but I cannot sit through this whole series.
1: (laughs) I was like, now that you've done that, I'm going to pick some real bad stuff.
0: You picked good stuff after that.
1: Yeah, I I was like, I'm going to watch once upon a time. I kept threatening it. I
0: would watch it.
1: That's our next podcast.
0: <laughs> I liked I liked One Spot in Time, but I stopped watching it eventually because it got ridiculous. Yeah.
1: A lot of people say it got ridiculous when the frozen storyline happened, but I actually think that that one was a pretty good storyline. It was the That's When I one stopped
0: That's when I stopped watching. Uh
1: the video of the sarin gas being used in the flashback storyline was labeled real 23108-42. Oh!
0: <gasps>
1: wow. Yeah, numbers. Don't worry, I, I got more. Words. And lastly, the photo that Sergeant Austin was looking at in the flashback storyline was a real photo of teenage Evangeline Lily. Yep, I knew she didn't notice. Did you not know that that was Kate's dad?
0: No. <laughs> Zane told me, I was talking to Zane and I was like, I was watching it without my glasses on. And so when I saw that picture, I was like, who is that woman? And then I remembered because I've seen it before and Zane's like, Lauren's not going to know. <laughs> I did not notice. I didn't even have an inkling. I looked at the picture and I said, that's nice.
1: <laughs> Why do you think they would show it?
0: Just to kind of like humanize the American soldiers because they weren't looking great.
1: No, not at all. But was <sighs> funny is when Kate was on for what Kate did, I pointed out that Saeed was in the background on footage and Kate was like, doing what? <laughs> When we met Kate's dad for the first time?
0: Mm. I wow. Did not that's cool. Did not realize it. That's cool though. I like I'm not that. Sure at all. Yeah. I bed. thought that you met when you said it was a picture of teenage Evangeline Lily. i literally my brain went, Why would some random soldier have <laughs> a picture? I was like <laughs> I was like, why would they use a picture of her? Like, what if someone recognized her?
1: <laughs> that was kind of the goal.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that was her dad. That's cool. Cool stuff.
1: See, that's one of those moments that our father would be like, yeah, right.
0: Yeah, but that's the whole thing about this show. This whole show is, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right, that they'd ever catch that tree frog. Sorry, I'm exactly jumping Exactly what I said. Yeah, they would never be able to find that thing.
1: In the first flashback, we are at a Republican Guard base in Iraq as the U.S. is dropping bombs, and Saeed and his fellow soldiers are shredding and burning documents. His commanding officer threatens the men if they stop, and then the U.S. soldiers kick the door down and force everyone to the ground. The Americans ask who is in charge and for them to stop shredding, or they'll start shooting. Saeed eventually yells for the last ones to stop, so the soldiers ask if he is the one who's in charge. And Saeed lies, saying that the commanding officer left for Gila. The soldier says that his English is good, but his lying is not. Then we get a quick shot of a CGI Iraq, and it's so bad. They filmed like a majority of the show in Hawaii, so anytime it was like not Hawaii, it took a lot of special effects to make it look wherever they were, and it did not age well. It was really bad. And then Sergeant Austin, Kate's dad.
0: Sarget.
1: That's
0: wrong.
1: Uh, I, I spelled it wrong. He yeah.
0: said Sarget.
1: Oops. <laughs> Tells Saeed they do not want to be there, and they explain that they're there looking for a captured U.S. pilot, and they know that he was taken by his commanding officer, Tariq. I am currently reading A Thousand Splendid Sons, off of Kate's suggestion.
0: Amazing book. Great. Heartbreaking.
1: Oh, my God. Literally
0: gut-wrenching.
1: Tariq's a character who I immediately fell in love with, and spoiler alert, I cried so much Mm -hmm. at work. (laughs) Editing Zane here. No spoilers for the book, but I have finished it. And I just want to say, Kate has a really good poker face here. I did not see that coming.
0: Currently reading. I don't know if you guys are. No, I'm not going to say it. I don't want spoilers. Is it? Well, oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm going into this book blind. It's the Song of Achilles. No, I haven't read it's on it. our list. Though. Okay. I'm, I'm reading it right now. I'm like barely into it, but I don't know. We're also reading for our book club, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, the prequel oh. to The Hunger Games. You have to let me know if it's good. If it's good, I'll read it.
1: I'm 30 pages in. That's
0: eh. book better. In. I had a really hard time. The first 30 pages for me were honestly brutal. Now I'm at page 70, <laughs> but I can say the next 40 went by a lot faster.
1: You checked it out, read 30 pages and returned it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did. I don't think any book is good in the first 30 pages. Like I, I pretty mm-hmm. much suffer through the first part of every book. The exposition very, though. Very rarely am I like, Ooh, sometimes. I rarely. read this horribly cheesy book recently called book lovers. Read I thought the beginning was good. I read that book pretty fast, so my guess is I liked the good is like a strong word. It was bad, but it was bad in a way that made it great. That's how most of those books are. Any I consider those books like rom-coms. I actually liked that book.
1: Do you consider the the book rom-com when it basically is a rom-com? Yeah.
0: Yeah, but like most people don't like consider call books rom coms. Why? It's like I don't know, it's, it's just not what people thing. say. It's a yeah. it's a romantic comedy. Well, I don't know. I had read too many nonfiction books back to back and my brain was melting, and I said I need to read a horrible book and it did yeah. just the trick for me.
1: Is it considered is it considered reading if you don't finish one book and listen to the book on an audiobook, the other one?
0: Audiobook is reading. Don't be a song. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Anyway. So if I listen to a song, is that me reading sheet music?
0: It's different. It's different. Okay. I don't read nonfiction because I think it's boring, but I basically switch between fantasy books and then like rom-com books. And so when I've read too much fantasy and my brain can't handle like the world building anymore, then I go to an easy rom-com to like dumb myself down a little bit. My stomach just made a really loud noise. It's like a burrito. <laughs>
1: Sergeant Austin asks if Saeed knows where Tariq is, and Saeed continues the lie from before. But then Austin shows him that they have Tariq, and they want Saeed to translate for them. They later on say that Said is 23 in these scenes. Do you think he actually looks younger?
0: Well, let's think about this. My friend Brandon. Right. Does he look 22?
1: No, but he's not a 37-year-old man playing a 22-year-old. He could
0: pass as a 37-year-old man, though. I put in my notes that I think they did a good job making him look younger.
1: I agree. I thought this was one of the few times that it worked.
0: Yeah, I think he looked, I don't think he looked 23, but yeah, I think he looked younger than Island Said.
1: I love that he's 23. This, This reminds me of when I'm watching The Bachelor and the contestants are like 22 and I'm like, oh, I'm 24. And they're one, way better looking than me. And two, doing this. On the island, Saeed cools off at the water trough.
0: Oh, I don't know if you noticed that my very first note was just, yeah, okay, thumbs up emoji. That was when I awarded him hottie of the week. (laughs) And then the rest of the episode just branded it in. Branded it in.
1: When I noticed he was shirtless and wet, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be a a quick
0: one. Yeah, I said, said, okay, there it is. Hottie of the week.
1: Yeah, Lauren, Honey, of the Week used to be a lot of fun this season when we went seven weeks in a row with someone different. And now it's just been Sawyer, Saeed, Sawyer, Saeed.
0: Look, I can't control who's hot. Sorry, not sorry.
1: Ana Lucia runs out of the jungle looking for Jack, and she takes Saeed into the jungle and shows him a person approaching the camp. Saeed tells her to go back and not tell anyone what she saw. And then Saeed cuts off Daniel's path and asks what she's doing there. She responds that she was looking for him. Then she leads him through the jungle as he asks where they are going and why. And then Saeed refuses to go further until she says what they're doing. Now you were annoyed with Jack when he did this
0: once. Um, it's different. Danielle has strapped him to a table and electrocuted him before. I think it's okay to have some trust issues. Fair enough. Can I say something real quick? Yeah. It annoys me that... They all call her Anna. Has she ever once referred to herself as Anna Lucia? Like -hmm. her name is Anna. Call her Anna. It annoys me.
1: It's like when Lando Calrissian calls on Solo Han.
0: Okay, that's annoying too then. Uh, People Mm -hmm. should pronounce people's names right.
1: Well, they always call her just Anna.
0: I feel like that could be considered a nickname. But like, pronounce it right.
1: Is it really just a nickname if you're just cutting off the back half of the name?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Think about, like, Rachel. Rach. Fair enough. Caitlin. Kate. Catherine. Cat. (laughs) Kath.
1: Danielle tells him to trust her, and Saeed recites the Aaron incident as a reason for not trusting her. So she tells him that they are going somewhere where there is something important that will help him, and she gives Saeed her rifle. He checks for a firing pin this time and then asks how much further.
0: I have something to say. Yes. I totally get why they don't trust her. I think they have a lot of reasons. But something about her, she is a mother. I just, she gives off such mother vibes. I would trust her. I have to say, one, I love her. And two, when she stood there and like I got a good look at her, she is a beautiful woman. She is a beautiful woman.
1: I'm still calling like, for her to get hotty of the Week one of these days.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, also, if sight hadn't been so hot today, I would have considered it. I'll give her points for just, like, she looked good. Also, she was 100% wearing lipstick. <laughs> 100%. And I know it's just because, like, she's an actress and she's on the show, so they put some color on her lips. But I have my own theory, and that is that when she snuck into the camp to steal Aaron, I like to think she snatched some makeup, too. <laughs> she just wanted to feel pretty. She oh, did you see... Sense. Did you see my little note? What? Um, Remember how we were discussing t-shirt ideas for when this podcast never becomes a success? Yeah. Okay. I always call her French chick. And every time I see her, I go to have someone to touch. So I thought a little chick, like the bird, wearing a beret to have someone to touch. (laughs) (laughs) I'd wear it.
1: That's amazing. Would you have trusted Danielle?
0: I would, yeah. Yeah. Why? I just like her. She's motherly. She has, she has such like she is mother. That's all I can explain it as. Yeah.
1: Like Megan Trainor?
0: <laughs> no, not like Megan Trainor. You know who else is a mother? Ariel on The Bachelor. She was like that's the only way I can like oh, she was yeah, mother. Yeah.
1: In the next flashback, Sergeant Austin asks Saeed, Well, asked Tyreek through Saeed, where the pilot is and Tariq insults austin's mom saeed lies saying that he said he doesn't know and then austin offers a deal of getting the pilot back that Tariq can go free Tariq then calls Said a disgrace and orders him to take austin's gun and kill as many of the soldiers as he can before he gets killed himself austin asks what he's saying and saeed again says that he does not know where the pilot is austin then says he knows he is lying and someone is going to take over if they do not cooperate Again, Saeed says he does not know. So Austin tells him that he had his chance and locks Saeed up.
0: I totally get when you're a soldier, you're supposed to be willing to like die for your cause. And maybe that's why I'm not a soldier. But the second he was like, kill as many people until they kill you. Um, no, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not doing that. Thank you, though. I was just thinking like, oh, that's why I'm not a soldier, too. But it's actually because I don't like to get up before 8 a.m. And I hate running. So
1: (laughs) on the island, Sawyer cannot get any sleep because of the chirping of a tree frog. He asked for Jin's help in finding it. And Jin gives him the cold shoulder.
0: Okay, when I watched this scene, I was like, I literally started to write my notes. Like, why is Jin mad at Sawyer? I totally forgot about last episode. (laughs) That's how much it did not affect me. I was like, whatever.
1: Best part is but, he doesn't even know.
0: I mean, how does he not know?
1: No, he doesn't know about what Sawyer and Charlie did to Sun.
0: Oh yeah, he doesn't even know no.
1: What do you think Jin would do if he learned?
0: He'd kill Sawyer. Or Charlie or both.
1: Sawyer wanders the jungle and finds Hurley with a secret stash of Dharma food, including another Costco-sized jar of ranch.
0: Mm, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Gross. What was he dipping in it, though? Fruit? Mm. It looked it like he was matter. dipping, like, mango in the ranch. I actually wanted to throw up.
1: Hurley begs for Sawyer not to tell, and Sawyer tells him that if he helps him find the tree frog, he will keep his secret, which Hurley accepts. Did you have thoughts on Hurley hiding all the food?
0: Good for him. It's just ranch. It's There's just also he a had jar th- of
1: peanut butter He had peanut butter.
0: But you know what? He was given the job. To divvy up the food. He divvied it and up. And he divvied. <laughs> he divvied.
1: <laughs> Finder's fee?
0: Yeah. He deserves a little commission for his hard work.
1: I do think, like, it would have been hard to get rid of that ranch.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be mad about the ranch. People might be mad about the peanut butter. But nobody's going to give a I'll shit say about this. the ranch.
1: Without milk, I don't know if I'd want peanut butter.
0: Ew. It's going like, to stick to your You mouth. have to have milk with your peanut butter?
1: No, but when you have, like, a... Like, when you're on an island and you're starving, okay, when you're on an island and you're starving, then, yeah, I'd like some peanut butter. But, like, to just, like, take a big scoop of peanut butter, you need something to, like, rinse your mouth.
0: I kind of like when you, like, swallow a clump of peanut butter and, like, it kind of feels like you're dying, but you're not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I kind of like that. Oh,
1: yeah, when well, you're, like, I can't breathe.
0: <laughs> and you, like, swallow it and you can feel the whole lump in your throat and you're like, I might pass out. And you're like... <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it.
1: <laughs> I love giving dogs. I like to
0: live on the edge. Little
1: scoops of peanut butter, and then just watching them like be stuck like that for an hour. Okay. But you haven't given like them a like. I've seen you give Izzy a little bit of peanut butter, but like a yeah, big it takes scoop, to, like, and then they're done.
0: You're not supposed to give them that much.
1: Oh, big is relative.
0: There's a lot of calories in peanut butter.
1: Luck is already fat.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I'll give her like a spoonful, but. It doesn't take her that long. Sometimes I just put it on her nose and make her look it off. That's fun.
1: Danielle and Saeed arrive where they're going as Danielle pulls out a crossbow that she made, which does not get talked about enough. That woman's resourceful.
0: She's been there for years. I would hope she is. Okay,
1: but here's the thing. I could be on an island for 16 years. No, I would you not, would die. I know. <laughs> I know I would. Let's say on the off chance that I'm on an island for 16 years and survive. That does not mean I would be able to make a crossbow. You survive for
0: 16 years. Yeah, that would mean you're resourceful. I don't know
1: how to make a crossbow. Exactly, and that's
0: why you would die. You make good points.
1: Anyway, Said asks what it's for, and they hear the distress call of one Henry Gale. Said finds him stuck in one of Daniel's nets calling for help, and Daniel says that he is an other but Henry says that she is crazy and introduces himself and asks to be cut down. Said goes to cut him down, and Danielle tells him it's a mistake. Once he's cut down, Henry runs, so Danielle puts a crossbow bolt into his shoulder. Said runs over to check to see if he's alive, saying, you could have killed him, and Danielle responds that if she wanted to kill him, she would have killed him.
0: Let me just say, before I get into the important thing of what I have to say, That crossbow does not, that cross, the, fuck, the arrow does not go into his shoulder. The camera shows it going right in the middle of his back. Right between his shoulder blades in the middle of his back. Which pisses me off because later it's right here in the top of his shoulder. So horrible. Like, that was really, really annoying. Just have to say that. Second... I know what you're gonna ask me. You're gonna be like, Lauren, what do you think about this new character? Do you believe him? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I can't lie. I-, I wanted to be as authentic as possible. As soon as I saw this guy, I was like, I know this guy. I don't know like what he is, but I definitely remember him, either from like you watching the show as a kid, or maybe just like throughout our whole lives, or maybe I've just seen it. I definitely know he's another. Or at least I, guess I think he is. So this whole storyline of them like beating the shit out of him and like I know they want me to question it, but I know he's important. And I'm just speculating, and I don't even want you to confirm, so don't even make a twitch of your face. But when we did draft week and Kate said, bug eyes, is this bug eyes? Don't tell me. I just think this is bug eyes. So that's it. I definitely know that he's important, and so I'm not going to try to sit here and pretend like... I don't know who this is, because I did. And that's it.
1: Well, that's going to make this episode a lot shorter.
0: <laughs> well, sorry.
1: Said says that she shot him for no reason, but Daniel says that she is sure that he is an other. She tells him to tie Henry up, take him to Jack, and then talk to him as she remembers that that is what Saeed does. And she warns him that he will lie. For a long time, he will lie. And then Saeed carries him back. What were your thoughts on Danielle's shooting of Henry? Not the placement of the bolt and the later placement of the bolt, but just the fact that it happened.
0: It's fine. It's it's probably good to subdue him. If they had, I know you said not the placement, but the thing was when I watched it in the moment, it looked like a fucking kill shot. And she says, it's not going to be like threatening, but I'm sitting there going, how it hit him in right. Like it looks like it would have exited like right here. But when they later show where they actually put it, if I had thought it was in his upper shoulder, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. But in the moment, I was like, what the fuck? I've obviously seen this before. Totally forgot that she did that. So when he's like running away, I'm like, oh, they're going to let him go. And she just shoots him. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) I just thought when they were cutting him down that Saeed would have like detained him right then and there because I I didn't expect Saeed to be so trusting to just be like oh I'll just cut you down and let you run away
1: I did love that Saeed was like I'm gonna cut him down don't shoot him and then like later he's like I'm gonna beat the living shit out of
0: you Yeah. Yeah.
1: why do you think Danielle was so intense in her belief that Henry is another
0: she's been on the island for 16 years
1: but she claims to have never seen them she knows
0: shit though yeah, I think she's just a gut instinct. She's an island juju.
1: She's like, I think I would have noticed a fucking weather balloon landing on the island.
0: That's also a good point. That's true.
1: In the next flashback, soldiers take Saeed to a... Wait, him.
0: I have a question. If he's been on the island for four months, like he says...
1: Yep, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I looked at your notes and you said, later, much later in the episode... Henry says that he used the I past I tense. I just spoiled something. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was no.
0: like, what no, did I say? I said I this th- in the car. <laughs> I thought he said one month. I, I thought that he said claimed he'd been there for one month. So I'm dumb. Sorry. Yeah. Did I, he miss- so I misheard. He,
1: he says part of his story is that his balloon crashed four months ago.
0: Did four? he not see the plane crash? Right. And think, oh, maybe... These people are alive. Maybe I should head over to them. Yeah. If I had heard. If I had heard four months, I would have said that. I just imagine a plane crash is pretty big, pretty loud.
1: You're absolutely right. However, there is proof that that is not always the case. In Danielle. Who also did not know about the crash.
0: Oh, she didn't know about it. We're sure about that.
1: Yeah, we're sure about that. Because when he met her, he was like, I'm survivor of a plane crash. And she's like, no, you're an other. She wouldn't be like, oh, you mean that plane crash?
0: Yeah, but maybe she's just so distrusting. Maybe she heard the plane crash, but she's like, oh, the others are just using that as an opportunity to try to trick me.
1: Well, why wouldn't she have gone there to salvage or to see if people lived?
0: Listen, while a mother, she is losing her mind a little bit
1: true so in the next flashback soldiers take saeed to a new american his name is inman and he is played by clancy brown who needs no introduction if you thought you recognized his name or recognized his face his imd page is like 400 things i don't have the time to scroll through it and figure out what you know him from
0: i didn't know him. i didn't yeah, recognize I him at all i've never seen him more and he's
1: been in naruto
0: a cartoon oh are you joking
1: no, I'm sure he, I literally, I'll, I'll look at fucking right now. I'm sure he's been in it.
0: He's okay, going to his IMDb app. He literally just said, I don't have the time to go through the IMDb. And here we are. <laughs> also, because you brought up Naruto, you did it. We just got to a point in he Naruto. He was in SpongeBob. Yeah, he's
1: Mr. Krabs.
0: He's Mr. Krabs? You should have oh. led with that. Now that's a quick bit. That's a quick bit for sure.
1: He also, he's the...
0: I can't believe you left that out.
1: He's like the head uh, guard in Shawshank.
0: Oh, that's a good movie. Hmm, interesting. So I do recognize him. Anyway, we just (laughs) got to a point in Naruto where something happened, and I won't say any spoilers, but uh, when I tell you I sobbed in the fetal position on and off for 20 minutes, uh, yeah, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me.
1: Did Naruto die?
0: No. I'm not going to say because I don't want to spoil it for people. But if anybody wants to know if you've watched it and you want to know, just DM me and and I'll, on the the pod, Instagram or TikTok, and, and I'll let you know what made me cry. But don't speculate because then that'll spoil things for me and I'll kill you. Are you still on the IMDb that you didn't have time to be on?
1: Yeah. What was, when was Naruto on?
0: Shippuden was made in like, I think it says 2010.
1: Yeah. Maybe he wasn't in it. Oh, he's in Samurai Jack. He played Dragon.
0: But he was a Mr. Krabs. I can't believe he, like. That's big. That should have been a quick bit. That was big.
1: I thought everybody knew that.
0: No, I don't know who played Mr. Krabs.
1: Oh, you're a fake fan.
0: Don't <laughs> hear my Mr. Krabs impression? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Okay. No, no, now I'm getting camera shy. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brandon does a really good one.
1: This Brandon that we've referenced a couple times now.
0: <laughs> Maybe we'll bring him on. He watched. Um, Brandon has seen Lost, and. This, when Zane and I started dating, I was like, oh, maybe you'll be good friends with Brandon because he told me he's seen Lost and he likes football, all things that Zane likes. So they, exactly. So they meet and Zane is just like, oh, I heard you (laughs) liked Lost. And Brandon is like, yeah, but I stopped watching after that hot guy died. And Zane's like, who and they're like, he's like boom boom and zane's like so the first season and brandon goes yeah but weren't they just dead the whole time you should have seen zane's face i was like never mind they're not gonna be friends <laughs> oh that's good who is brandon
1: uh brandon is my version of devin to Kate.
0: okay her friend why wouldn't you just say her friend <laughs> Yeah. He's
1: also a king of trivia.
0: He is Wait. so good at trivia. I'm terrible at trivia.
1: Anyway, Inman says that he wants to talk to Said about Tariq. He says he knows Saeed values loyalty and respects that. But Inman shows him that before all this, Tariq was in charge of a chemical warfare battalion and oversaw the use of sarin gas. And then Inman shows Saeed a tape of the gas being used on a village, a village that Saeed had relatives in. Saeed watches the footage as Inman describes the people who were hurt, and eventually Saeed asks for it to be stopped. Inman says that loyalty is a virtue, but unquestioning loyalty is not him. Saeed asks why he should believe him, and Inman shows that he pulled both his and Tariq's file, and all they want is to know where the pilot is so they can send it back home. Said so tells him that Tariq will never talk. And Inman says that is why Saeed will have to make him talk and pushes a toolbox in front of him.
0: This is not a thought I had until later in the episode, but I'm just going to throw it out now. I think it's really interesting how, you know, they they set up Saeed as this character. And obviously it's a major thing about his character, about how he's judged probably by the audience of Lost and by some of the people on the island is that he's Arab, right? I think it was really interesting that this episode revealed that it was American soldiers that turned him into this torturing monster that he kind of becomes sometimes. I think that's, that's really interesting.
1: What did you think of Inman?
0: Didn't really think much of him.
1: Other than the fact that he turned Sayyid into this torturing monster.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't really, I don't know.
1: Naveen Andrews' facial reactions to that footage was like really good. Just like the like the quiet suffering.
0: I agree. I, I do have a thought on that dude later in- though. In- no. Inman? What are you saying? Inman? Inman.
1: I okay, I, Mr. Krabs.
0: I have a thought on Mr. Krabs later on.
1: At the hatch, Saeed wakes up Locke and shows him Henry. Locke asks the obvious questions when Henry comes to.
0: Locke wakes up So coherent. I felt the same thing. If you had woken me up in one of those situations, that is not the reaction you would have gotten from me.
1: (laughs) There's a funny blooper of that scene of Saeed waking Locke up, where he's like John, and then like Locke looks at him and he's like, "I just can't quit you, baby," and then he kisses his nose.
0: (laughs) What? Um, I just want you guys to know that the other day. I like briefly woke up while Andrew was like getting out of bed to go to work at like, God knows what hour. And I had just had a dream that we were somewhere and Eminem was there. And Andrew like was trying to get his attention. Cause he wanted to introduce me to Eminem. And he was like really upset when Eminem left and he wasn't able to. So he took me out into the parking lot. We found his tour bus and he was like, Hey Eminem. And then he like comes over and then Andrew just walks away. And I went, I'm Lauren, nice to meet you. I'm Andrew's girlfriend. And he's like, Okay, yeah, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. So that dream happened. So that I woke up and Andrew was leaving. And I went, I went, Andrew. And he's like, what? And I said, I had a dream that you introduced me to Eminem. And he goes, Okay. (laughs) We left. And that was it. And I just and we never talked about it after. I should probably ask him what he thought. You guys don't care, but that happened. You're welcome. I like telling you guys stories sometimes because you guys are both have the same face. Kate's <laughs> face is like, Kate's face is like, what is the point of this rambling? And Zane is like, okay, we'll move on.
1: So the fact that Locke woke up made you think of that.
0: Yeah, it did. Because what the- was he dreaming about? Maybe he was dreaming about meeting Eminem.
1: Buttons, wheelchairs, wheelchairs. Telling- Henry sees the bolt sticking out of him, and so he tells him that they will take it out, he just needs to relax. And then he starts interrogating him. And this is Henry's story. Four months ago, he and his wife crashed on the island in a hot air balloon as they tried to cross the Pacific. Henry's wife died because she got sick three weeks ago. They were staying in a cave off a beach, and then Henry asked for his arms to be untied. Jack arrives and asks what happened, and Said brings him up to speed, and Henry asks if he is an other... What? He really puts a lot of emphasis on the H. Makes me think of the Family Guy scene with the cool whip. No? Okay. Jack asks if they were just going to let him bleed to death, and Saeed responds that he wanted to get honest answers while he was able to give them, and his wound is not life-threatening. Fox says that they should let Jack treat him, and then that they can get their answers. And Saeed tells Jack not to untie him. What was your reaction to Saeed's initial interrogation tactic?
0: Mm, I didn't really have a reaction. Do you think it was smart? Everything that man does is smart.
1: Even beating him
0: later? I have notes on that later. That's not what you're asking about.
1: As they march through the jungle, Sawyer makes one too many fat jokes at Hurley's expense. And Hurley tells him to go ahead and tell everyone that he hid food. He says he knows that he is fat, but at least people like him. He tells Sawyer that he's on his own and goes to leave, but Sawyer tells him to wait and apologizes, and he begs him to help find the tree frog. And this is just such a weird story.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it at all.
1: I think the only reason it was included, other than, like, showing that people are, like, pissed at Sawyer, is just because the other two storylines are just so heavy that they wanted to have one that was, like, kind of funny.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't funny. I didn't really find it funny.
1: Mm -mm. Yeah, it's just, just like, him abusing him, essentially.
0: I would have liked it better if the whole storyline was just that Hurley had this food stash, and he was trying not to get caught with it. That would have been funny to me.
1: Yeah, but I feel like that would have just, like, put in too much emphasis on the fact that he has the food stash, and I wouldn't have been, like, crazy about that like
0: yeah i agree i'm just trying to come up with like anything with hurley is normally funny but this time it's just like hurley getting made fun of and then sawyer killing a frog like i wasn't into it
1: it might have been funnier if like the entire storyline was just sawyer trying to find the frog and just like constantly falling over or like running into a tree or something i don't know like some Mm. slapstick shit
0: Yeah. yeah but that doesn't fit the show there was no Kate in this episode.
1: Wow. Congrats.
0: Well, there was a picture of her as a teenager that there I you. definitely didn't miss.
1: <laughs> did Did she find a way to annoy you in that picture?
0: No, because I wasn't wearing my glasses, so I didn't realize it was her for a while. <laughs> but I just realized that. um, Because I was like a whole storyline by just Sawyer himself. And then I was like... You know, there already weren't a lot of characters in this episode.
1: You yeah, know, there was no Claire.
0: And then I was like, No Echo. Oh Ana Lucia was barely in it. Son and Jin. Charlie no, no son, just Jin. Jin? Well, Jin wasn't in it for one second. Yeah. It doesn't count. But yeah, this was a Pretty small cool. cast.
1: Jack removes the bolt from Henry's shoulder as Locke and Slay discuss Henry's story. And Locke says that he thinks he's convincing but there's no way of knowing if it's the truth. Saeed says that that's not true, and tells Locke to reset the code to the armory. Locke tells Saeed that if he's angry and looking for someone to punish, Saeed interrupts asking why he would need someone to punish. He tells Locke that he wants to know the truth, and they both know that Jack would have issues with what needs to be done to get the truth. Locke agrees to change the combination. Do you think if Saeed would have been like, hey, we kind of need to interrogate him, Jack would have been like, no.
0: I agree with Saeed that Jack would not be okay with it.
1: Saeed asked Jack if Henry said anything, but Jack says that he was in shock. Locke then says that they cannot leave him in the middle of the hash because it will create a panic if anyone other than the three of them decide to come in, which has never happened. (laughs) It's always just Jack and Locke. Kate's been in there. Yeah.
0: And we know how she likes to cause a ruckus.
1: Said suggests that they lock him in the armory since it's secure, and Jack agrees, quote, for now. They carry him in, and as Locke and Jack go to get the cot, Said shuts the door. Jack asks what he's doing, and Said says what needs to be done as he puts his hair into his torture bun. And I have been on record saying that Ponytail Saeed can do whatever he wants to make.
0: Could he torture you? He
1: could torture me. I know that he could torture you.
0: I did. I literally wrote in my notes how I am against torture. However, Saeed could torture me. And then I wrote, hee hee hee
1: In the next flashback, Saeed carries the toolbox in and tells Tariq he needs to tell him where the pilot is as he lays the tools down in front of him. Reminds me of me going through a toolbox going like, I don't know what any of this fucking thing is for. Oh, screwdriver. There we go. Settle a debate for us, Lauren. Hmm. Would you prefer to have only a screwdriver or only a drill?
0: But think about this. The drill has all different drill bits. That's so what all I was... different size, Phillips head and flat head. But so when I, when I have my drill... I've got all the different attachments.
1: Okay. You can have one Phillip head and one flat head, but I'm like, if you could only use a screwdriver to screw and it's the one that matches the screw or a drill.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm going to pick a drill because sometimes I can't screw all the way I need to screw with just a screwdriver. But with a drill, even if I just have a tiny job, I can just give it a little.
1: What if it's at an awkward angle? You got to fit a whole fucking drill in there. Zane's
0: upset because I moved and had a lot of furniture to build and I don't own a screwdriver, so I was using my drill like people do.
1: You stripped so many screws. First of
0: all, I didn't strip any screws. I don't think
1: you know what that means. I I was across the room listening to you fucking wind it and the screw wasn't going anywhere.
0: You know what he did? He was so against using the drill that he took a drill bit and by hand... Use that as a screwdriver instead of just using the drill. That's, um, no, I would have just used the drill. You can lower the torque on the drill so that you don't strip the screws. We don't know how to do that. You just hold it later. Why didn't you do that? I did. I
1: guarantee you, if we go to your apartment right now and look at those screws, all of them are stripped.
0: All of them because they're not stripped.
1: Hey, when you were like, it's not going in, and then you're like, and it's like gah, 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 gah. that's how I you strip
0: the screw. Do that. <laughs> I didn't strip them.
1: I've been helping Kate move essentially all week. Every time I go over there, she's like, I need you to carry this to the trash or this to my car and then carry this back up. And I'm I'm just done with it. <laughs> we move Kate into her new apartment. It's me, her mom, and her two stepsisters. Kate was also there, although. You could have fooled me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got overwhelmed. Every My mom's organizing my kitchen. Zane and one of my steps are building my furniture. The other one is like decorating the room. Brett's on his way to Mansfield to pick up another piece of furniture. And I just stood there. Well, you're watched. down a toe bone. I am down a toe bone.
1: <laughs> oh, my! here's the best part. So we, they hired two people from her parents' church to help carry the furniture because we had to go up a flight of stairs. I was like, initially, I'm like, I'm going to let them carry all the heavy shit, right? They did. Yeah, they did. But I'm like, they're the ones getting paid. I'm not fucking getting paid. I'm here on the boyfriend's salary. So I was like, am I going to carry anything heavy up? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to carry some heavy shit up. So I carry up the table legs for a table, right? <laughs> and they're like big, thick pieces of wood, and I carry all four of them. Legs, right? <laughs> I get all the way up there. I get in. It's like, I don't want that.
0: You have to see my apartment. It is not big. I don't know where he thought a table was going to be. The, the issue
1: it. was, this is again, we talked about how we weren't good at communicating. The issue was on my way to the storage unit, there were two pieces of furniture that I knew she did not want. And I was like, that's it. That's all we're leaving behind. And she's like, yep. She forgot the table and chairs were in there. So I carry the legs up and she's <laughs> like, I don't want that. And I was like. Okay, so I gave her a little shit and then I go downstairs with the thing and I come back up with like this cart thing that she uses (laughs) for her coffee, like her espresso machine sat on it at her old place. I get up there and she's like, I don't want that either. And I immediately looked at her and I said, you fucking come downstairs with me and tell me what you do and don't want because I'm not doing this.
0: He yelled at me in front of my own mother.
1: (laughs) I had done back to back trips up and down the stairs.
0: My mom was on your side. (laughs)
1: She gets down there and she's just like, "No, I think that I think that's every I think other than those things. That's what I want." So the next thing I carry up is a bookshelf, right? <laughs> 2 hours later, she's like, "I don't want this bookshelf anymore." And I I'm sitting there building the coffee table and I say, "You know what's funny?" And she's like, "What?" Like, "I carried that up." <laughs> and then 3 days later, she's getting rid of all of her cat stuff, right? She has a bunch of cat stuff and she's like, Yeah, can you carry this down to the dumpster for me? And I didn't say anything at the time, but I carried that up too.
0: No, you did Because you carried up like a 40 pound box of litter. And it was so heavy, I could barely move it into my closet. And I was like, I don't know how we got this up the stairs. It's
1: bad enough. I nearly tore my shoulder trying to prevent your dad from killing your grandmother.
0: Yeah, my dad almost dropped a mattress on top of my grandma and he didn't even try to stop it. was just gonna let it happen wow isn't moving fun so So fun i'm
1: so excited to move in in like a month month and a half ish although like as much as i hate moving i'm excited to get out of this place yeah our buddy our buddy josh from the from flashbacks he messaged like saying thanks for shouting me out and answering our question also you gotta move dude (laughs) (laughs) Tariq laughs at the idea of Saeed torturing him, saying he would not disgrace his father. He orders him to put the plastic bag over his head, tape it shut, so he can die with the honor that he has left. Saeed tells him that the information means nothing to him, so Tariq spits on his face. Saeed wipes it off, very dramatically, and takes a pair of pliers. They then cut to Inman waiting, and Saeed comes out with the toolbox and tells him the pilot was executed two days prior and he can take him to where he was buried and say its hands are covered in blood.
0: You know, I watched um the fourth season of You and they tortured this guy in it. And it just kind of reminded me of that, except yeah. the torture was. But don't recommend watching the fourth season. It was very bad. I wasn't. I don't think I, I didn't finish the third season. Because I thought that sucked. They're making a fifth season. I thought four was supposed to be the last one. Fifth is going to be the last one. They never know
1: when to quit. No, they, they don't. They should have
0: quit a while ago. I hate I didn't, Netflix shows. I did not finish season three. I got to a point. I finished an episode. I said, that was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. And I had never watched it again. That was the Netflix
1: done. shows are annoying because they, they dump them all at once instead of spacing it out. And you're just like, oh, this is really good. And then a week later, you don't care. The one exception of what keeps bringing me back is Stranger Things, but right now, I don't care. I'm sure when season five comes out, I'll be hyped, but I just... eh.
0: No, I stopped watching that, too.
1: Jack tries the combination, and it does not work. He asks Locke if he changed it and why, and Locke tells him that he is raising an army. He seems slightly offended that he was not asked to join, but he tells him that if they're raising an army, it's because they're at war. And like it or not, what Said is doing is part of that. Jack asks, what if he's telling the truth? And Locke asks, what if he's not? Why do you think Jack did not ask Locke or Said to join the little army that they're building?
0: Because he doesn't like him.
1: Doesn't like Saeed?
0: Clearly not. Or he <laughs> would have asked him. I think at his core, Jack is a control freak. And he knows that he would lose control if he brought in those two people. Those two people are more skilled than him in raising an army. Like, it's absolutely stupid to not... If you actually want to build an army, you're not going to ask Said the soldier? If he was drafting a team, he should have drafted him. Right, exactly. So I... I get, you know, where Locke is coming from here. In this moment.
1: Why do you think Jack initially believes that Henry is telling the truth?
0: This is where... I'm going to say it. I was team Jack because in the grand scheme of things, I would rather not torture someone and they turn out to be an other than torture someone. And it's just this poor dude from Minnesota who landed on an Island. I agree with you. And I don't really know where I land on the torturing, but I would not trust him. I would be Dan- on Danielle's side as far as that's another 100% because what are the odds that yeah, I wouldn't trust him but I'm not going to like rip out his toenails yeah so his teeth then mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how I mean obviously I'm not going to sit here and be like I'm pro torture but I-, I wouldn't trust him and I don't really know how how to go about that how do you get the truth
1: Saeed tells Henry to get up and forces him to his knees, and he starts to question him, confirming pieces of his story from before. Henry says it was two days' walk from the beach to the place he was captured. They stayed where they were because they had a beacon and they wanted to be spotted for flyovers. Henry says he is not who he thinks he is and asks for Saeed's name. Saeed then asks about his wife, her maiden name, where they met, how she died, and Henry says that she got sick started as a fever, then she was delirious, and then she died. Did any part of you think that this might be the sickness that keeps getting talked about?
0: Hmm. No. Well, I think just because I know that, because I, like, went into this episode, like, already knowing that this is a lie, I just kind of figured he made up the wife in general.
1: Henry says he does not understand why he is being interrogated when Sayid does not have to explain himself at all. And then Saeed tells him that he was 23 when the Americans came and turned him into a torturer. He told Henry that he did horrible things for six years after, but part of him always knew he was capable. He tells him, quote, my name is Saeed Jarrah, and I am a torturer, as he and Henry stare each other down. And I think that is the line of the episode.
0: Okay. Interesting that he said he always knew that he could. I feel like I'm the opposite I once watched a movie. Um, what's that movie? I think Ben Affleck's in it. Argo. Is do they torture people in Argo? I don't. I haven't seen Argo. Well, if that's it,
1: that's the one where they like film a fake movie so they can get.
0: No, then it's not that one. There's this movie I watched. I took this class in high school called Global Cultures, mm. led by the least culturally aware teacher I've ever met in my life. But that is a story for a different day. He made us watch this movie and I remember it was so traumatizing. Like the opening scene is this kid that like jumps in a pool that had a power wire in it and he like dies, and then there's like a torture scene, and they're like ripping out people's toenails, and I'm like gagging, and I'm like, what culture am I learning about here? But, anyways, that really taught me that I'm not a torturer. I am a gentle soul. I want to watch cat videos. I want to have a little giggle. I want to rub my feet together like a little cricket. I I do that. I don't want to torture people. I guess I probably learned that I couldn't be a torturer when I was trimming Izzy's nails and I went too short and her nails started bleeding and I cried for an hour.
1: (laughs) Well, there was that one time that I tied you to a chair and left you.
0: Yeah. No, you duct taped me to a chair. Like hardcore duct taped me and then left me yeah so maybe zane was- has it in him
1: i went to go watch survivor with mom and dad and Lauren comes like hopping into the room still at the chair
0: yeah well don't tell me that i have this fear i've watched too many murder mysteries and it's always the boyfriend or husband so sometimes i tell zane i'm like you could kill me And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, you could you could kill me.
1: The amount of times you've told me I had a dream last night where you murdered someone.
0: I do. I have dreams about him murdering people. I'm afraid. So if anything happens to me, police, if you're listening, (laughs) Zane is the first suspect. I've told Andrew.
1: Make sure to give us five stars.
0: (laughs) I've told Andrew that like if I if something happens to me, like he's shit out of luck. I'm like, they're gonna go to you first. Even if it's not you. I was like, sorry, like. You're going to jail.
1: Dad used to say that when Mom would watch Forensic Files at night that she's doing research. (laughs) (laughs) Sawyer and Hurley find the frog, and as Hurley rushes it, he falls. But Sawyer catches it mid-jump.
0: Stupid. No, he didn't. I don't even, at this point, as soon as he caught it, I was, I tapped out. I didn't want to watch it. I did not watch it. Eyes closed, ears covered.
1: Sawyer comments on the amount of noise that is coming from such a small size, and Hurley tells the story of Stuart the turtle that either ran away or Carmen threw out.
0: R.I.P. Stuart.
1: Hurley suggests that he takes the frog far away where he won't bother Sawyer and he can find a lady frog. Sawyer says that that's an idea, and then he crushes the frog. He tells Hurley that with a little ranch they taste like chicken, and hands him the frog before walking around.
0: Well, have you ever had frog legs? It does taste like fried chicken. It does. It does taste like chicken.
1: Okay. It's good. I do think it's just like really fucking rude of him to just hand him the frog and walk away.
0: No, I didn't see that because my eyes were closed. Also, tree frogs are poisonous. All of them? Don't know. I sometimes just say things without knowing if they're true. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't eat it.
1: I don't remember what year it was or what season it was promoting, but there is a piece of marketing for lost where Josh Holloway and Kermit the frog talked about lost and Kermit got mad at Josh for this scene. And Josh Holloway apologized. And I spent 30 minutes today trying to find it and I cannot find it anywhere. No, it's real. I know it's real.
0: Well, listeners, if you're out there, yeah, know of the video. <laughs> Someone find this
1: fucking video and send it to me. As Jack cleans up at the hatch, Locke tries to talk to him, but Jack tells him to just shut up, which pisses Locke off and me off. I want good things to happen to Locke always, so I don't like when Jack's mean to him. And then Jack notices that the pliers are missing. Said asks Henry to tell him everything about the balloon, and we learn that it has a smiley face on it.
0: Oh, cute.
1: Sayed asked why he traveled that way, and Henry says because he was rich, it was his dream, and his wife thought it would be neat. Would you go across the ocean? No, fuck no. <laughs> not even if it was my dream?
0: No. Get a new dream. In a hot air balloon? I'm sorry, I checked my email during the break, and I got an assignment back, and I was gonna try not to read the, the feedback until after, but... I had anxiety, so I had to check it. Did you do well? I did an outstanding job. Wow.
1: Said asked why he said he was rich, and Henry says that he thinks in the past tense, so much for optimism.
0: Wait. Did you read my notes?
1: Yeah, because I said that you said... Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Anyway, but I just want to give myself props, because before, Said, I paused the, the episode to, like, write this down. When he said I was rich, I was like, mm, I don't know. That's not a realistic way of talking. I'd just be like, I am rich. But I guess four months, probably I may be talking differently than one month. So I don't know if I, I still think that.
1: I thought it was interesting because I do think, yeah, you're right. A month is like a little too short. Four months, you could still argue, is like too short, which is why Said picked up on it. But considering in, like, the third episode of this series, Jack was like, you know, three days ago, we all died. (laughs) Like, oh, we all get a fresh start here.
0: I just think, though, if you're alone on an island, four months is going to feel a lot longer than normal four months. I agree. That's why I'm like, I don't know if I would have made the same statement had I heard correctly that it was four months, not one month.
1: Said asks how he became rich, and Henry says that he sold non-metallic minerals. No, he had a mining company that sold non-metallic minerals, and he sold that. Said asks for Henry's hands as he takes out the pliers. He asks where Jennifer was buried, and Henry's confused. He asks him again, and Henry says that she was buried in the jungle by the balloon. Saeed starts to tear up as he asked how deep he buried her, how long it took, how many shovels worth of earth, and Henry says he does not remember. Saeed says he would remember all of that and what it was like to place her body in there if he truly buried the woman that he loved. Henry then asks if Saeed lost someone on the island and what happened to her, and Saeed tells him that it was an accident, that Ana Lucia thought someone else was coming to hurt her, someone like him. Henry says that this is a mistake, that hurting him would not bring her back. And Saeed says he knows what what he lost and starts beating him.
0: This is when he kind of devolves a little bit, goes off the rails. I'm not loving it now. Horrible side effects. Of oh? punching. This is this when he punches? You said
1: it? side effects.
0: Sound effects.
1: <laughs> side effects and <of> torture, maybe. <laughs>
0: I was like, like, what do you think? (laughs) I was like, side effects of having your love die? No, the punching sounds were horrible. But listening to this back after seeing the episode, I have a thought that might be controversial. I think Saeed is being a bit of a drama queen because how long have they been on the island? How many days did he really know Shannon? 48. He knew her for 48 days.
1: She died on the 48th day, yeah.
0: And see, and they weren't even, like, lovers from the start, you know? Like, how many days were they actually... I just think, you know, it's sad. He's been through a lot of trauma. That was a lot, though. That was quite a performance that he put on for us. Yeah, they banged one time. And I feel like there's a difference between burying your wife... And burying a girl you banged once and knew for a couple days. In his
1: defense, though, if he feels that way after burying Shannon and Henry's kind of nonchalant about his wife.
0: I agree. It could support his uh, his argument like, oh, this is how strongly I feel about a girl that I was just freshly in love with. Like, how can you be so blase about burying your wife? But, you know, maybe his wife was kind of a nag.
1: No wife that is kind of a nag is like, let me fly across the fucking Pacific Ocean. That'll be neat.
0: I mean, she could have been like, nag, nag, nag. I want to fly across the Pacific Ocean. Nag, nag,
1: <laughs> No.
0: What I don't know. Um... You know, sometimes it's worse to, like, break things off with someone that, like, you weren't ever dating than, like, break things off with someone you've been in a relationship for a while. Because it was, like, you're more sad about, like, the potential. But, like, when you break off, like, a long-term relationship, it's like, okay, well, I already fucking knew where that was going to go. So maybe it's like Saeed was sad about, like, the potential of him and Shannon. And Henry's just like, that bitch was my wife. I already knew what happened. I will say. I see what you're saying. When you're in the beginning of a relationship, you feel things, like, very, very deeply. So to have it just cut off, I mean, they literally had just got done banging for the first time.
1: I think there's also, like, a lot of guilt because, like, he didn't believe her and she died trying to, like, prove prove herself right. And she died in his arms, so things are a little bit more intense. Also, we were just talking about how four months on the island feels like forever, so, like... Sure, they only knew each other or were together for 20 days, but that was like 20 days of a really intense environment.
0: I feel like four months isolated is different than four months with all your plain homies. Because it's not like they were one-on-one together that whole time. They didn't really start talking, and then they kind of did their own thing, you know? Like, it's not like 48 days they were attached to the hip, you know? But... All that to say, it doesn't really matter because Henry's obviously lying.
1: (laughs) Jack tries to get Saeed to stop and Locke tells him that this needs to happen. So Jack pins Locke against the wall and tells him to open the door. Locke refuses, but the alarm starts going off. Henry asks what Saeed wants him to say, and he says he will do whatever he wants. And Saeed says that he wants the truth as he kicks Henry in the face. You ever been kicked in the face? It fucking hurts.
0: When were you kicked in the face?
1: Played a lot of football.
0: You had a helmet. It fucking a... hurts. <laughs> okay. I, I, I know how
1: that. much it hurts to get kicked in the face with a helmet on, so I can interpret that without a helmet on, it's going to fucking hurt a lot.
0: I don't need to be kicked in the face at all to know that it would hurt. Yeah.
1: Jack tells Locke to open the door. They struggle, and Jack says if he wants to push the button, he needs to open the door. Now the alarm is going even more intense because they're under a minute.
0: That was like, I don't like the way they edited it that because it there wasn't really a cut. So they just kind of made it seem like that four minutes happened because it, it starts beeping and you have four minutes. That was stupid. I didn't like that.
1: Yeah, that was a quick three minutes.
0: Because they're basically, I mean, if you... If you want to understand it like, oh, they, they made it cut and they jumped, that means that Saeed was fully pounding the shit out of Henry's face for a full four minutes.
1: Over. Because he, he they started before. Yeah, yeah.
0: He would have died. He should have been at least knocked out. Yeah. And he looked fine when they opened the door. He honestly looked fine. That's what I thought. I was like, you should be knocked out right now. Yeah.
1: Jack tells him that he needs to make a decision fast, and Locke asks him if he would really risk everyone's lives. Jack tells him that Locke talked him into pushing the button once, and it's his problem now. He is the one who won't risk it. Jack says he doesn't think anything will happen when it hits zero. Locke finally tells him the combination, but Jack makes him open it. Locke runs in with under 10 seconds left as he starts to enter the code. Jack opens the door and drags Said off of Henry. The timer hits zero. And the clock starts to spin as a series of red and black hieroglyphics appear on the clock and a loud clanking noise starts. Locke gets the code in and it goes back to 108 as Jack drags Said off of Henry with him screaming that he is lying. Henry and Said stare each other down as Jack closes the door. Jack and John, whose side are you on?
0: Okay, while I do not like Jack or the way he yells, I was on Jack's side in this situation. It was getting out of hand in there. It needed to be stopped. I'm surprised that Block didn't agree and just stop it. Because, like, Saeed was not accomplishing anything at that point. He was just beating the shit out of the guy.
1: Thoughts on Jack's move here of threatening the button not to be pushed?
0: I think it's a good move for him because I, I think he truly doesn't give a shit about the button or believe in it.
1: What did you make of all of that?
0: I mean, really, the only thing that I care about is, like, what are those symbols? What do they mean?
1: What about the clanking?
0: That's the big magnet being activated, so.
1: Okay, so now you've seen what happens if the button's not pushed immediately, but it did accept the code after the timer hit zero. So, is it real?
0: It could still be real. It's like when your gas tank says that you have no gas left but it's just being dramatic and you can still make it to the gas station it's like okay you have zero seconds then the symbols are like no we're serious like put the code in my guess is it takes a little bit for the magnet to get activated for them to
1: so you're sticking with the magnet theory
0: (laughs) i have no idea what else it would be i'm not sticking with the magnet theory until i have something better (laughs) in the
1: next flashback which is also the last flashback On their way to Baghdad, Austin asks Saeed if he has a way for kids. And Saeed says no. Then Austin looks at his photo of Kate.
0: Could have been anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Could have been any guy. I I want you to know that not only did I not realize this was a picture of Kate, did not realize this was Kate's dad, I didn't even realize that this soldier with the picture wasn't just a random soldier. I didn't realize we had seen him previously in the episode. I thought he was just a guy in a truck.
1: Let's humanize the soldiers real quick.
0: Okay, I'm not going to lie. When I wasn't wearing my glasses, I was like, oh, nice touch to bring you back to reality. And then I was like, oh, wait, I think I was supposed to know who that was. (laughs) (laughs) Nope.
1: The convoy stops and they offload Saeed. Inman tells him that they are being pulled out, so Saddam will remain in power. He says it's a good thing that Saeed has a new skill set. Said says that no person should ever have to do that to another. And then Inman cuts Said loose and tells him in Arabic that one day he will need to know something, and now he knows how to get it. Saeed says he will never do that again. That's when it, like, frees friends and says, he does do it again.
0: Here was when I have a thought on Mr. Krabs. When he speaks to Saeed in Arabic, that was pretty major, because basically what it's saying is he could have been doing this the whole time. He didn't need a translator. It's just a power move. He turned yes, against each other.
1: But he also did say. Said did say he'll never talk to you. And then Inman says, that's why you have to get him to talk
0: to you. Yeah, but like, oh, he'll never talk to you in a normal conversation. Yeah, but he wasn't going to talk to Said either until he like ripped his toenails off. Andman could have done Is that. Is that what
1: he did with the pliers? I just um, assumed it was something with hands. No, I have no idea.
0: I, I, I was assuming that they were ripping nails. I
1: thought that he was just taking pliers and breaking fingers. No. I don't no. fucking know how to torture pull people. Pull
0: your teeth out. Them. Pull your fingernails off. That's, that's wimpy shit. I have no idea. I'm not going to pretend like I know how to torture someone. But I did just think it was interesting. To me, that was a fun little twist. And maybe it wasn't even a twist. Maybe I was supposed to already know that he spoke Arabic. But I was like, oh, fun.
1: I mean, he works for the... Defense Intelligence Agency, so you would just assume that he speaks Arabic.
0: I would not assume that. Why? I'm I'm a dumb person. (laughs) They're (laughs) at war. Don't assume what I would assume.
1: Inman gives him money for bus fare. He gives him like $400 for bus fare.
0: Was it in U.S. dollars? Yeah. Yeah. They're not in the U.S.
1: I'm sure they probably accept it since the U.S. is there.
0: That's... I mean, considering they're at war... I don't know how far Eurocentric of you to assume that.
1: Inman tells him good luck as they leave him. He was a bus fare and just leaves him in the fucking middle of nowhere.
0: Um, Maybe it's like that episode of SpongeBob because he's Mr. <laughs> Crab. So he knows, you know, when they're at like the bottom of that thing and that bus keeps coming and they keep missing it. Like, People that go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they
1: have those stupid balloon things. That
0: episode is literally like my nightmare like i have dreams about like trying to like get somewhere and like i can't get there or like something like that and like that episode like really traumatized me because i was like get the boss he just couldn't
1: mom's like stop fucking
0: talking about spongebob (laughs) do you know what why mr krabs was in the episode you know what a reoccurring like it's not a reoccurring nightmare but it's a reoccurring event in my nightmares is that I'm trying to dial 911 and I can't dial 911. Like I keep messing up yes. and having to backspace and I can't do I it. have that dream all the time too. Yeah.
1: I have one where I'm just trying to like get down a really long hallway and the hallway just keeps getting longer.
0: Mm. You know what? I have dreams. This is going to not make sense. Okay. I have dreams where I can't open my eyes. So like I can hear the things around me, like in my dream and I can see like bright light, but like I can't get my eyes open. That's terrifying. Yeah, it is.
1: Back on the island, Saeed looks at his hands and tells Charlie about Henry and what he did to him. Charlie asks why he's telling him this, and Saeed says that he knows Henry was lying because he feels no guilt for what he did. And he cannot explain that to Jack or Locke because they have forgotten. Forgotten what happened to Charlie and Claire and how the others are merciless and can take whoever, whenever they choose. And then he asks Charlie if he has forgotten. And that is how the episode ends. And I hated this scene because we almost got through the whole fucking thing without Charlie.
0: Yeah, that was like a pretty like I really liked it. It was intense with Saeed. I just wish that the moment had happened with someone that wasn't Charlie.
1: It, it just kind of took me out of it for a hot second because I'm like, you would think Saeed doesn't really want to associate with Charlie right now, considering he caught the camp on fire.
0: Yeah, I'm like, why do my hotties keep bringing uh, Charlie into their shenanigans?
1: Yeah, this is like the second episode in a row that has ended with just like a sudden Charlie appearance and he's like relevant.
0: You know what it is? It's because these men keep going off the rails and they're like, I know someone else who's batshit and will help me out.
1: (laughs) Does Saeed's logic make sense here? Not to me. (laughs) Can you imagine like you're being interrogated by the police? Sir... Officer.
0: I'm not guilty because I, I don't give feel a feel bad.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think um Said is just being clouded by his grief over Shannon. The dark side. <laughs> but obviously, like as far as what I don't know for sure, and like please don't confirm or deny anything that I'm thinking, but like I obviously have memories of henry and i i'm pretty sure he's an other so i it's i don't think said is wrong i just think his logic of why he thinks he's right is maybe not great but my thoughts on henry i know you're gonna ask so can we just assume that he got into that trap on purpose like i feel like the others are very strategic It's not like he was wandering through the jungle and, like, got trapped and then came up with, like, this elaborate story. Like, he definitely got trapped on purpose, right? Because he's trying to infiltrate. They're always trying to infiltrate. Right? I told you not to confirm or deny, but... That's just what I'm thinking.
1: To what end?
0: (sighs) Who knows? But you know what? You maybe skipped over, or maybe I zoned out. I zoned out a lot today. When... When Jack pulls Saeed out of the armory, what are they calling it?
1: Oh yeah, I did totally just skip over that scene.
0: When Jack pulls Saeed out, Saeed and Henry make eye contact and that little look on his face, it was creepy. He was smiling a little. Yeah, he, he had a tiny little smile. He was like, I got you.
1: He went from like, please, please, I'll do what you want to just staring him down. Yeah. If it were me, First of all, if I'm being tortured, I'd I'd fucking fess up immediately.
0: You know what my biggest fear is? Being tortured? Being tortured, but... You truly don't being, know? Like, you're telling the truth. Yeah. And it's just like, if, if I could tell you, I so totally would. But, like, I have nothing more to share. Put a wire well, on me! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why, like, false confessions happen. Because people, like, they just want it to end. So they're like, yeah, I'll just say that I did it. Yeah, yeah I, I would give up any information. Like Zane, I'm sorry. If they were like, Tell me where your brother is, we're gonna rip your toenail off. Like they, one little tug, <laughs> I'd be like, He's at this shitty ass apartment in Columbus oh yeah.
1: And they'll be like they'll be like, Don't talk about my apartment complex like that. Oh, because they, they live there too.
0: They live there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was chilling. His face when he looked at Saeed, that was chilling, and that tells me everything I need to know. That man is evil.
1: Where do we go from here?
0: I don't know because it's like now it seems like Saeed wants to plan some dumb shit. And I don't I'm, I'm assuming that the like let's build an army thing is kind of just done because they lost all their guns. But like. It just seems like a lot of people want to do some dumb shit and I don't really know what they're going to do with Henry now. So. I don't really know.
1: What do you think Michael's up to?
0: Oh my God, I was thinking about him the other day. Just running around. Like, I don't, I really don't know.
1: Final thoughts on the episode, Lauren?
0: You know, it was like when I watched it, I I think I really liked it. And now that we've broken it down, I think I don't like it as much. Date? I stand by what I said. Um, I think already knowing the ending takes a lot of the fun out of it. I mean, was it fun? No. Um, I guess the suspense.
1: (laughs) I enjoy torture when I don't know the answer.
0: (laughs) Okay, I know you're about to ask me about next week. See, what had happened was I went to turn off my TV, and I guess I didn't click the button right away. I thought I did, so I put the remote down, and then I looked up, and it wasn't off. And so I did see the episode title for next week. Then I turned it off really fast, but the thing is, it didn't really help me. It actually just confused me. So next week's episode is titled Maternity Leave. Yes. So my my guess is Claire? Yes. But is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So <laughs> uh, I just was like, but yeah, that, that was my only guess. But obviously I wouldn't have guessed that if I didn't see the title because we saw no Claire in this episode.
1: Yeah, there was like a quick throwaway reference to her at the end, but.
0: Yeah, but. I don't really think I would have. I don't know who I would have guessed, so it doesn't matter. There we go. It's Claire. Maternity. What are you
1: hoping for out of Claire's backstory?
0: Well, in the past, I've been curious about her relationship with her dad. I'll be honest. I don't really give a shit about Claire as a character. So I'm just hoping that it's good because I'm not that into her.
1: There was another thing that you mentioned that you wanted to know, but we'll see. I did. Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't remember what I said.
1: Well, fans that know will know that that's basically what next week is about. But
0: it's something I said?
1: Yep. You don't get to guess. But next week is a good one, in my opinion. Unfortunately, Kate, you will not be there. But thanks again for coming on and all the incredible work you do for the podcast.
0: It's been a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Kate. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. And if you guys want more, producer Kate, head on over to our TikTok. She promises to make TikToks. I saw it right here. She swore a blood oath. You can find our TikTok at LaurenGetsLostPod. Our Instagram at LaurenGetsLostPod. Our Twitter at LaurenGetsLost. And you can search us on Facebook and YouTube by searching Lauren Gets Lost Podcast. You can support our podcast by giving us five stars wherever you're listening, leaving us a review, slide into our DMs and say something nice or mean. I don't care. If you super like us, you can donate using the link in the episode description. If there was anything we missed in this episode or you have any questions, send it to us and we'll cover it on Flashback at the end of the month. Until then, share us with your friends, your family, your next hot air balloon partner and join us next week for maternity leave
1: thank you for listening to lauren gets lost this podcast is hosted by and edited by zane kohler with co-host lauren kohler produced and guest starring kate wister and our music is done by david kohler and remember they were not dead the whole time